0: <laughs> welcome to another episode of problematic af or problematic as fuck today we'll be talking about baby daddies baby daddy oh lord yeah. so what we're we gonna be talking about baby daddies we're gonna be talking about why is it that some men can take care of another woman's children but not be accessible to his own seeds. Wow. Yeah, a thing. It's definitely a thing. And the reason why I feel like this is an important topic to bring up is because it's so many men that want to blame the baby mama for the reason why they're not taking care of their children. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When in essence I believe that no matter what your baby mama makes you feel or, or has you going through You should be fighting to take care of your own kids. You brought them into this world, too. Mm -hmm. It should be an equal exchange. It shouldn't be just the mama taking care of them or being stuck with them. No matter what we got going on, this child still has to live. We're still Mm going to be the parents at the end of the day. So whether we argue and we fight, what they got to do with the child? And how can you have the audacity, the nerve to <laughs> go and be with somebody else with kids and be a daddy to them, and leave my baby in the mud. Mm-hmm. Right. Excuse me. Oh, okay. But then we wrong when we get child support, and then you know, right. And then don't mm-hmm. let you move on with another man, because then the baby daddy ready to sign his rights over like no bro just because i moved on with another man don't make this the kid's daddy like you are still their father no, you no. should want to even like for me personally even if you can't pay child support which i understand times are hard for everybody make an effort to make time for your child at least be mm-hmm. accessible to them if they want to call you and say hey dad how you doing today If they want to call you and talk about what they're watching on YouTube, let them be able to do that. Exactly. The problem, people be talking about like healing and you know all these hurts that people was going through. A lot of that come from mommy and daddy issues. Like whether your mom tried to keep you from your dad or whether your dad was just not present Mm -hmm. or whether your mom was just not present. A lot of that shit stems from your childhood and you know, trust issues and All this stuff stem from something as simple as a parent being accessible to their child. But we also have to realize, boom, back to what episode was this? Like episode two where we talked about how people are on this earth to be themselves. They're not here to be a mom or a dad. You know what I'm saying? So everybody don't want to play that role. But in this instance, in this conversation... If you go and you play that role with somebody else, what makes this child different? What may, what? Why couldn't you do that with this child? Right. Right. Like, even if, let's say, you got with a woman, she had children, you had children from a previous relationship, even if your relationship with that woman's children or your stepchildren, so to speak, mm-hmm. is not A1, you're still accessible to them. Like, if they need you, they can call you. Mm-hmm. Not, a, not to say that you're a dependable man, but they know that they can call you. The fact that you're not available to your own children at all is a problem. Not only can like, they call you, they know things about you that I may not know or my mm-hmm. child may not know. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? What mm-hmm. kind of cereal you like. What do you do? You know what I'm saying? I'm not there to see that. I can't right. see I can't be there to see. It. That's not fair. Right. It's just not fair. Right. So you miss out on getting to know the parent themselves. And also them getting to know you, but getting to know the parents themselves, that hurts. Like, I can't tell you, I can't go to the grocery store and get your favorite pot because I don't even know what the fuck it is. Mm That's what you got to know. Okay, I can't even tell you what the color stone is on your house, and that's the issue. Mm -hmm. Right. It's hurtful. But what's even more hurtful I think is when it's just like thrown under the rug like Mm -hmm. nobody brings it up nobody says anything we just go and you know at the end of the day we just go to sleep on that shit no let's talk about it i got some shit i want to get off of my mind our community does not talk about any thing like now i think i feel like i'm okay i'm 33 this is alicia speaking i'm 33 i feel like not until maybe the last two or three years I've ever even seen as much talk about mental health and healing and feeling better about yourself. Like I've never even seen this type of rhetoric or a speech before until like two or three years ago, which is crazy to me because how in my 30 years of living has nobody taught me like, okay, this is how you heal from X, Y, and Z. Like, Mm -hmm. why is that? I think right now in in this in this world right now, I think we're in a stage of healing. Like we're in a stage of practicing healing. I think Mm -hmm. it's it's more learned right now than ever before. Has to be. I think it I think it has to be and it justifies like what's going on in the world, justifies Mm -hmm. the fact that we need some healing. And I was just about to say that because (laughs) we absolutely need healing, you know. So I think that it just warrants the the conversation to come up. Because we keep going through life and we keep having this generational trauma, and it's not something that you know we brought on ourselves, and I'm speaking about African American people in general. Mm-hmm. we have this generational trauma and it just keeps getting passed down and passed down and passed down and That's why you're only hearing about it in the last couple of years because mm-hmm. that's the norm. the norm is that you pass this down and you pass it down, and oh my mama. You know, raise 10 kids by herself, and mm-hmm. she blah 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 blah. And she's this strong black woman, and da 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 da. And like, all of that's wonderful, it's not to take anything away from her, but why does she have to do it like that? Exactly. exactly. And in my mind, me personally, I don't have any kids, and I don't want no kids. But if I were to have a child, I'm not doing it by myself, I'm not gonna set myself up to intentionally be a single parent. Nothing you can do about circumstances that occur, but I wouldn't go out into the world and be like yeah I want to be a single pe-. like for what <laughs> no I wouldn't do that I would not do that that's just me personally and I know some I people are not like that <laughs> and I know some people are not like that but just for me I, I wouldn't I wouldn't. Tr- uh, in, try to endeavor on my own I guess but again that's not you know it's just so unheard of in our community it's so unheard of mm-hmm. and now it's time it's time out for that these new kids, these brand new kids that Listen, our generation is millennials. Out. These millennials is something else. No, Come we're out. millennials. They're, they're um, generation Gen Z. Z. Gen Z. Mm-hmm. Okay. And these Gen okay. Z kids don't give these a right, fuck. You hear right me? Okay. Listen, they said we Listen. not our mamas, our daddies, or our grandparents. We'll fuck and, this shit and, up. And we'll like break your kneecaps. Why- like, these kids ain't playing. Listen, <laughs> this is why 2020 is so trash because they know these Gen Z kids is not Playing. Do you exactly, hear me? they about to take over the world, mm-hmm. and they can't stand it. They don't they, understand it, man. What they loving on each other, supporting mm-hmm. each other. Why, why are we Why are we couldn't have black-owned owned businesses ago? popping out? Do you hear okay. me? Oh, when so I much. was in, when we when we were in Detroit, I never see in the thirty almost five years I've been alive, I never seen so many black-owned businesses How many in, white in the city. People- never never in oh, my really? i, I said black people owning whole blocks of businesses like i never seen nothing like that in my life and i'm just happy to see it Mm-mm. just personally i'm happy people, to see it why people trying to take over downtown and these black people said no you know? and that's my and that was my whole thing with the whole gentrification thing because how do y'all my my question is Okay, yes, it's a lot of undeveloped land or land that, you know, vacant fields, vacant lots, you know, that span acres at a, at a time in the actual city of Detroit. And it's like, yeah, you can build on that, but what you gonna do with the people that's already there? You can't get rid of that. Exactly. exactly. They ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. And if they do, they cut them right back. True, mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know how they feel. This is our city. True, true. This is our shit. And that's what you gotta it's know. There's too, too much going on in the world right now, but we definitely need some fucking healing. That's the truth. Like,
1: healing,
0: we, we need to. Janae Iko, we need a concert. Listen, See, a and good. that's God just need, need, to, that's God just gotta need know. to take a big ass sage stick and burn that. Bitch <laughs> you are not <laughs> of the world, God. Can you please hover over us with a sage stick? We okay. need cleansing for real, <laughs> Thank Lord. trump coming out listen to y'all though god can you hover over us with a safe yes come on you need a little bit of supernatural and a little bit of witchcraft if you if you will just so y'all know that's how that's the that's what the ancestors did so yes we gotta put a little bit of both in there yeah somebody gonna be mad about that comment when they hear this but it's okay that's all right they can come (laughs) see me listen they can leave y'all can leave a comment and y'all can tell us how y'all feel about it and then we're gonna tell y'all guess what Fuck Mm -hmm. you. no I wouldn't tell you I wouldn't tell them fuck you but I would say like we respect your opinion but this is how we feel because everybody because opinions matter and that's what you gotta know so that's why we're here Mm -hmm. but yeah I'm gonna state my so I'm what else, guys? What else is on your mind? Um, I'm tired. I'm tired of the world. That's what's on my mind. <laughs> I am over it. I mean, you be damned if you do. You be damned if you don't. Yeah, you do. That's very and true. Then, I mean, it's volcanoes. It's this old-ass Oh, this world. is a new world. This is some new yeah, shit Yeah, this is here. completely new. No, this, this is, new is just a new norm. Everything is new. Bitch. You know how many times I got off the car and forgot my mask? Man, and let's walk, let's that's what you gotta listen. listen and I done walked listen. all the way into somewhere listen. and then didn't not have my even mask about to go Ooh. there with the COVID shit I'm so sick of this motherfucking COVID coronavirus <laughs> I feel like what you feel it's starting again, baby <laughs> 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 a fool what the fuck you know what I'm over it too but that's our life. What the fuck? This is what they get. This us is what's plan. happening right now. Right? Or Trump. And let me tell I you, mean, the only reason, because listen. Let me say, okay. So listen, this is the things I've been thinking about lately. For those that don't know that are listening, I am a nurse. I've been a nurse for ten years. Not to say that I know everything, but some stuff you it make you think like critical thinking. It makes you think like common sense, logic type stuff. Not mm-hmm. to say that what I'm going to say is right or wrong. But this is how I feel personally. So don't take offense to it. This is why we're problematic as fuck. Because we have our own opinion. Anyhow. With the coronavirus issue. I get it. If you wear your mask. You can't spread the virus. Right? But if the virus is so easily spread. Why do you have to do a nasal swab. Versus swabbing my mouth. (laughs) because the cells are not different questions that need answers Mm -hmm. also there are two types first of all, i've been doing covid testing probably for the last couple months so there are two types of tests there is a nasopharyngeal test which goes all the way to the back of your sinus that is the painful one Mm -hmm. there's also a quick swab which goes about one and a half centimeters into your nostril and it can turn. It's not very painful, but you get results in like 45 minutes to an hour. So if you can do a quick swab and get enough viral load or enough of the virus onto the swab to say, hey, you have it or you don't have it, why not just quick swab mm-hmm. everybody? Everybody. Right? <laughs> exactly. Instead of sticking that damn stick way off in the back of your it's nose. Ve- when I tell you it's very I just uncomfortable, don't understand. I had I a patient know. that almost jumped out of the car That's how how uncomfortable it was, and I thought that we was about to call the police because he was doing the most, like kicking his feet up on the dashboard and everything. Oh wow! It was way too much. Oh okay, because some people are really just dramatic but okay <laughs> I mean some people are really dramatic but it is very painful like uncomfortable I ain't gonna say it's painful but it is uncomfortable mm-hmm. life you. is mm-hmm. uncomfortable okay ain't that it that's it welcome that's to being black enough. in America it's uncomfortable as fuck mm-hmm. that's what you have got to know somebody guys. did bring up a valid point today though I was at work talking to a friend and I was we were talking about why is it that when you speak to Someone of a uh, lighter persuasion, your voice changes. <laughs> well I've been grinding on my grinding on my sacrifice, muscle play the price, one slice. Got to throw the dice to swap I've been grinding on my life. I'm married to this guy. That's why I made my wife. Said I die alone. I told that bitch you probably grind. Okay, we back, y'all. Welcome back. We had a little technical difficulties, but we're back. As soon as we said... Ooh, line talk about we it. Who mad? Somebody's mad. honey. But anyway, what I was saying... Somebody, they always mad. What I was saying was... I was speaking to someone at work today about how we change our voices... When we're speaking (laughs) to the lighter (laughs) Do that Because let me tell you So I visited Detroit y'all From the 30th of June To the 16th The 15th of July So that's a very long time Normally I'm at home for like a week or so We had some family issues I'm not going to get into it But we had some family emergencies That we had to deal with So I was home And I feel like I speak completely different way when I'm around my people. the people mm-hmm. that I uh-huh. love the most. Absolutely. Right. Exactly. Like, I even caught myself speaking to my husband, that, but he from Detroit, too. So I caught myself speaking to him that way when I got home. So I was texting him, like, I want, you know, steak and lobster tail for dinner. I'm like, well, <laughs> what you want? And I'm saying, and thinking to myself. I'm like, wait. Normally, I don't I don't talk like that to him. But it's like because I had been home for so long, my whole right. rhetoric had changed. So it's kind of like when I got back to work and I'm talking to these people on the phone, and it's like, girl, what's <laughs> up, well, to this. Uh, <laughs> oh you get your shit together, baby. What we, you want to do? We do okay, that's funny <laughs> because when them lighter persuasions get around us, they damn sure try to be us. Ooh, okay. talk about it! Talk Babe, about it is it. a real thing. Is another topic. Oof, it's another, uh, it's topic always topic. me. What? Why is it always me? Always. Ooh. Every mm-hmm. time. Every time. But that is definitely a thing, and I don't even think that they do it intentionally. I think that for people in general, whether you white, black, Hispanic, whatever. For when you're around people that are like you, you are going to blend more okay, easily. Listen. I was in Houston one time. I went into this wing place. The girl, she said, "Hi, how you guys doing?" Blah blah to the people. As soon as it was my turn, she was like, "Hey, you want a booth or you on a table?" Wait, Same. wait a minute, ma'am. Listen, we... <laughs> so listen. I was me and my, me and my family, yes. After, I had never been to this place before, right? I was asking her, like, you know, what's good? What do you like on the menu? You know, everything good. I like this, I like that, but that's straight. I mean, how hungry are you? What Hold is- up, excuse <laughs> me. First of all, ma'am, I'm just like all the rest of these paying customers in here. Okay, let's not try to let's not try to get hood on me when you see yes, me walk do in. Do not dumb down my service, oh, ma'am. My I want it all. God. Use the big words, please. Right. <laughs> That's mm. what you like, bitch. Yes. But yes, she caught me off guard, bitch. I had to. All right. You know what? I'm gonna let you go ahead and go with your flow. <laughs> but I'm a two-dollar yo ass like these black people. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> what? Two dollar tip. Your no, ass, seriously, stupid. listen, y'all. <laughs> so listen, let me tell y'all a story right quick. So I used to work, it was a very short time. I worked as a hostess at a restaurant as at a hotel restaurant so like we did room service where we delivered the food to the rooms and we also you know worked in the restaurant as mm-hmm. the hostess so the the people you could tell like they didn't want to they didn't want to serve the people that were of a lesser of, of a more mm-hmm. pigment is mm-hmm. it more pigment right a, a more melanated right. color there you go like I'm trying to be politically correct so nobody gets offended but Not who the me. fuck is because guess what we are problematic as fuck. as fuck anyway so those of the more melanated color were they didn't want to serve them because they felt like they didn't tip mm-hmm. well enough it don't matter it didn't matter how big the table was how many people they were serving like it was hard to get the servers to because I worked out um on Van Dyke 16-17 mile at a hotel mm-hmm. in that area <clears throat> so it's very lighter lighter persuasion anyway um they didn't want to serve the 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 blacker the black people because they felt like they didn't tip well enough which i mean i don't know if i can agree or disagree because i didn't have any issues with tipping but the the whole stereotype of it all bothered me Mm -hmm. so i didn't work that long Safe to say I worked there for like two months and then I was out so I worked at a hood place and the black people loved me okay <laughs> they took the hell out of me so not all black people are the motherfuckers like the same who I did not want to serve was them damn uh French people they will $2 you <laughs> to death and the Indians they will $2 you or 50 cent your ass quick I don't care how I think that might that is. might be a cultural thing too because you know other countries they don't tip so it might be a cultural mm. thing a lot of people just don't know okay y'all so listen so listen i didn't want to get into it but let's get let's into go. It, we're talking about different cultures and all this stuff so the whole nick cannon Oof. issue mm-hmm. listen i can i i feel it because i feel this is what i feel this is me personally i could be wrong i don't give a fuck if y'all feel like i am this is how <laughs> i feel nick cannon What he said, if he was a white man and said the things that he said, he would have gotten fired. Especially now with the whole Black Lives Matter movement. Now I'm I'm not being I'm not taking sides, but because because I do feel like a lot of the things that Nick Cannon said was fact. Like it's fact that Europeans were more violent in Mm -hmm. history Mm -hmm. than blacks. Like even with people try to compare like the KKK movement to the Black Panther movement. What? It wasn't the same because the Black Panther movement was literally uplifting exactly. the black community. They were feeding, they were feeding black children. They were giving people jobs. they were protecting their community. They were not the aggressors most times. Now I'm not gonna say all the time because I wasn't there. But most times history shows that they were not the aggressors. They were just protecting mm-hmm. what was theirs, mm-hmm. which I get. But you got the KKK going into right. black communities. Burning the bitches down because we feel more superior Mm -hmm. to you. So, because that superior, the superiority complex kicks in and it it says, Hey, I this is mine, this belongs to me. So, but for whatever means, I'm going to take it, I'm going to keep it. I'm going, I want my lifestyle to stay stable. So, this is what Mm -hmm. I'm going to do. And that's what Nick Cannon was saying, like with the violence and like how. Now, I don't know about the the Jewish, the Judaism he was talking about, like the anti-Semitic comments, maybe some of the stuff was not appropriate because how can you speak to another black man about the Jewish struggle? You get what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like maybe he should have had somebody who was not on the same
1: wavelength
0: as him mentally. He may, maybe he should have had a, a Jewish person or somebody who had been through that struggle to say like this is really how it is because we can't mm-hmm. say how it is for another minority and um what I say he talk about he talked about uh the the oh black people being a true Hebrew so this I feel like this is what he meant about the true Hebrew comment Africa is majority of a darker pigment. Am I, I, would I be correct Mm -hmm. in saying that? So I think that that is what he was speaking of when he was saying that black people are true Hebrews because in Africa, because you're right at the equator, most people had a darker pigment. Now South Africa is definitely a lighter pigment, but I don't know like what region he was speaking of because he didn't say for sure, but I could believe what he said that black people or people of a darker pigment were true Hebrew so I can believe that I can believe it too you know what I think it's all some motherfucking bullshit let that man say what he want to say <laughs> and if he feel how he want to feel th- call it a day who are y'all very true mad?
1: that's, that's how truth. I feel
0: that's why feel. you mad because exactly and but when, where my problem lies was that he went back and apologized Apologize. for what he said I'm not okay with that I get I get it i get it because you don't want to lose your stream of income or your streams of income i get it you know what i mean go back say you sorry because you know you didn't mean to step on nobody's toes but what the fuck would the world be if we weren't stepping on each other's toes it would be boring if you really think about it if you said something if you say something you should stand on it you said it Mm -hmm. You go mm-hmm. back and you apologize for what? Mm-hmm. You already it's already said, it's already on exactly. the world. Exactly. You it's recorded for mm-hmm. dex, you know, for poster- posterity's sake for forever. So mm-hmm. it's not like it you can retract it at that point because it's already out there. You know. But now you apologize. But then you apologize for it, and I just don't agree with that. Absolutely not. no nah. I'm not Absolutely okay not. with that. Listen, I'ma tell people. Like I'm I don't I don't know if I'm okay or not okay with his apology because at the end of the day he got kids that he gotta feed too. And that's just what it is. I feel like I feel like there there are not enough black owned TV stations, black owned radio stations. Like yeah, like they have led us into some aspects of ownership, but majority he literally could lose his whole career, and a lot of people are afraid of that. Like, a lot of folks aren't like Colin Kaepernick, where they like, okay, well, what I feel is what is true, well, and I'm going to stand up by it no matter what. You feel mm-hmm. it. But I mean, we can. I feel like we can say that, but we don't know how that person truly fi- like you don't know if that man life was threatened you don't know if it was some some dr cb type shit like yeah. i'm gonna kill you if you don't go apologize this is very true this is the really serious me kicking in like you don't know what happened for him to go apologize they might have said hey we are gonna kidnap Morocco and <laughs> do what you and gotta do <laughs> Not kidnapping babies, Jesus! What the hell? If you want those bills, sir, ma'am, that's on you. Okay, I'm just, I'm just saying. But, but I mean, I get what y'all saying. You, you stand by what you believe in because if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And that is something that I truly, I teach my kids. Do you stand by that saying? I get it. Oh, absolutely. Me personally, absolutely. But. I I can't judge another man if if he feels like, hey, my livelihood or my life is even is in jeopardy. Mm -hmm. Or maybe, you know, my loved one's life is in jeopardy. You don't know how deep that shit shit could be. (laughs) And that's the part you gotta know. Listen. Listen, I I love the fact that, that Nick Cannon has always rolled for black folks. He ain't just get on this wave. If you do your research, you can see that he's always been down for the I'm movement. Uh-huh. Come yeah, on, me. <laughs> I'm not I'm looking. Not Nick. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean. No. Oh my God. Fox, 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 Fox didn't fire him. Fox let him keep the mad singer, but that's because they he bringing in so much revenue. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be mad at his connections, so, bro? He could have gave it a couple days to try to see if somebody else was going to pick up Wildin' Out. hmm He ain't wait. Yes. Listen, the thing about Wildin' Out is he done made yep. his staple in it. I mean, he can he can throw it away today and it's still never going to be the Wildin' Out that right. Dick Cannon created. It's going to always gonna be, be the same. It, so, in, in our mind, it'll always be is, something right. that Dick Cannon made. Yeah. I, I agree with now. that. What if they was trying to give DC a fly Nick Cannon's job and Nick Cannon was like, fuck, no, I'm sorry. Oh, God, no. I hope not.
1: And but I like you DC, young DC
0: fly, young fly is going to be the next one to take over after Nick Cannon is done anyway. I can see that. I, can I see like that. him, but I don't know if that's what was happening right now, but okay. No, I'm just saying, uh-huh. but he is going to be the next one to take over. However, that nigga should have never said what he said if he was not going to stand by it. I'm sorry. Don't try to be down with us if you ain't going to be down with us. Don't fucking say sorry. You could have gave it a couple hours to try to see if Wildin' Out could have been picked up somewhere else. You know, like you said, Wildin' Out going to be Wildin' Out regardless. For sure. So if you take that shit to Lifetime, they going to follow you, nigga. That's the part you got to know. If you take it the lifetime. Can you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't imagine. Jesus. But that goes back to that goes back to my comment about black ownership. We don't own any of those yeah. stations. They control what we see, how we feel, what other people see and how they feel. And that is the issue with the world today. Nobody can form their own opinion because you have all these things that have come into play. And people don't have common sense anymore. Like like the whole COVID shit. Like I was just saying, if if you can spread it by sneezing, talking, speaking, um, singing, coughing, <laughs> why can't you swab my mouth? Yeah. You know, I had an argument with somebody saying that as black people, we really don't have to depend on anybody what yes the what fuck we do whether huh? we want to get a business if we get a business loan, you're going through some white people if you get a motherfucking car you're going through some mm-hmm. white people so check your credit score you're calling the white people yeah right it's true it's a fact so true it's a fact they burned down black wall street and we ain't never gonna get it back yeah, well. I ain't gonna say when. I ain't gonna say we never gonna get it back. But at this point in time, with everything going how it is, I don't it know. It might be a uh, Generation Z two that come out. Okay, might time? be them. Listen, Generation Z is acting like they gonna burn this bitch down. No Z2. Z2. <laughs> oh, oh, 0. Z two, Z two, Z two point out. Z. They gonna they gonna set us up. Cause these these bad ass kids is not playing. They oh. are not, and they grow so fast. I don't know what they putting in the water. <laughs> <Yikes>. <laughs> really though, true. guys, it's been a lot fucking going on. But if you have any comments on what we had to say so far, please please comment, cause I'm gonna respond. Absolutely. Hey. Hey, you guys. We're welcoming any comments—good, bad, ugly, mm-hmm. indifferent. All oh, we—we are not to try to change your mind on how you feel about it. What we are here for is to give our opinions, and they're like assholes. Everyone has That's what one. you gotta know. So, thank you for listening to another episode of Problematic As Fuck. As, as, as Fuck. Peace out. Until next time, y'all.